Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. wolves. Wolves becoming dead. No wolves never die. No, I've seen it. They're they were in danger for a while. Some wolves might still be in danger. I gotta be honest. I'm not up to date on my endangered species list. They're just taking a break. No, no, no. They got troubles. Too many wolves became dog. That's the real problem. Wolves becoming dogs, tamed. Not like me. I'll never be tamed. Have you noticed um, every year, January seems to take like six months? <laughs> yeah, I mean, January is like the longest month of the year. It, it's fucking... As far as space-time goes. I, it's a, a space-time anomaly. I don't understand. Every year, it's fucking so fucking long. Can't believe... It's still January right now. When this episode comes out, it will not be January. Yeah, it'll be January tomorrow, though. It sure will. This is Saturday, January 30th, 2021. Do you know where your children are? We're VHS Cole. No, this is VHS Cole presents more news from nowhere. I'm Kyle. I'm the cannibal lover of calabasas. Calabasas? Like That's where like the... labia majora and use them as wax Halloween lips. <laughs> oh, boo! <laughs> calabasas, that's where like all the rich people hide, right? Yeah, I assume that's where uh, he's Army Hammer's got some house up there, right? Probably. But yeah, uh, January's about to be over and Bar Mitzvahs. Combine those two things and you got Sean's birthday. Oh, you're giving away too much information. I know they dox me. Nope, I got it. Um, now I have a, I have prepared a dramatic reading. I've edited the opening narration of the assassination of Jesse James to better reflect uh, you. <laughs> and I will read it now. I would appreciate if you hold your applause and <laughs> your cheers until after it's finished so that All I right, can, I'm going um, to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm going to mix in the uh, opening soundtrack for <laughs> Jesse James as well. You ready? I guess. You're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> he was growing into middle age and was living then in a house on Moon Trail or something, something like that. <laughs> He installed himself in a couch and watched the NBA in the evenings as his wife wiped her pink hands on an apron and reported happily on their three children. The children knew his legs, the sting of his mustache against their cheeks. They didn't know how their father made his living, but neither do I. It's on the internet, I guess. They did totally know their father's name, though. He was listed in the city directory as Sean McDonald's, and he went everywhere recognized because he's tall. He lunched with nobody because of the pandemic. And he called himself a podcaster, or a small business owner, someone poor and anxious who had the common touch. He had a hernia that was operated on, probably using surgical mesh, and a really bad back. He had stretch marks on his hips and booty from being too long, and was cautious <laughs> lest that mutilation be seen. He also had a condition that was referred to as regular eyes, and it caused him to blink the same as usual, as if he found creation slightly more than he could accept. Rooms seemed smaller when he was in them. Rains fell normally. Clocks clocked. Bounds were also normal. Considered a Democratic Party loyalist and guerrilla in a culture war that never ended on the internet. He regretted neither his shit posts nor the podcast that he laid claim to. He had seen another winter under in Queen Creek, Arizona on February 3rd in the year 2021. He was 37 years old. That means later this year you're going to be assassinated by some young upstart. That <laughs> 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 ah, wouldn't be the first time. Also, the shocking part of this, uh, having rewatched Jesse James, because I knew I was going to do this, and I was like, oh, I'll rewatch my favorite movie for the hundredth time. I forgot in the beginning, um, he, in the year 1886, he was only 34 years old. <laughs> yeah, considered an old man. Yeah, His best years were behind him, much like mine. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to be 35, which that's that's middle age, right? Like 70 seems probably like that's when I'll probably clock out. So yeah, growing. I don't know. These age. days, I think like I, people living longer, so I'm gonna consider 40 middle age, but it, it, close enough. It's over the hill, as they say. I would like to be under the hill with Mr. Baggins. 
Frodo, sure I know a Baggins. Frodo Baggins. <laughs> He's my second cousin. Twice removed on his mother's side. On his mother's side. 37. Yeah, I got nothing to show for it either. Just a series of already, uh, crying uh, and mistakes. <laughs> and <laughs> I already elucidated on all the things. You, <laughs> you got a house somewhere. I forgot the name of the street. And you have a job that you do it on the internet. <laughs> At this point, I have two jobs I do. <laughs> wow. And your son. Well, I've actually know it three uh, if you consider this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, this is a job. It's the easiest job, but, you know. <laughs> I wish it paid more. Yeah. And your son watches Naruto. Yeah, that's disappointing. That's He's sad. making fun of me because uh, I, I tried to get him to watch Dragon Ball a few years ago. He's like, oh, I don't watch any fucking anime. <laughs> oh, I don't think he said fucking. Um, but now I found out that he's he's all in Naruto. Naruto. So, which is just stupid Dragon Ball. Is he watching like the newer one? Didn't they remake it? I have no idea. Naruto I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I did not go into that with him. He's like, I'm not watching fucking Dragon Ball Z, you fucking weeb. That's what he said to you. Like, yeah, like, oh, man. Get with the new hotness, Naruto. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, oh I have um, something uh, interesting to show you. This might get cut from the podcast, but please go to youtube.com. Okay. And you're going to search for Psycho Goreman. And now watch this trailer. I watched this movie the other day. Um, oh, wait. <laughs> I think I heard about this. Yeah. It's uh, so it's purposely campy. Um, unfortunately, some of it also is like white nerd corny. That's yeah, my what only, do you do about yeah, it? That's my only complaint about it. Otherwise, it's a really good movie. You should watch the trailers. Uh, I don't know if you can watch it with the kids because of the amount of gore in it, but um, I don't know. I it think is it's called Gore Man. It's a pretty good, like, fun uh, little movie. This is a kids' movie, Kyle. There's kids right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like um, The Gate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like a cool little mashup of uh, like the absurdity of Dungeons and Dragons, um, Rita Repulsa, Repulsa, and the uh, the monsters from Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm 100. That's just Lord Zed without his, his, his yeah, armor on. Like, uh, 80s camp shit, heavy metal stuff. It's pretty cute. Um, I recommend listeners check it out. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like I said, there's some corniness in it, but you know, and then they kind of throw in like um s- some light relationship drama between the parents towards the end that seemed unnecessary, but it's good for laughs. Also, the guy that plays the dad is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Dope. What were you saying about Batman's? Oh, they wanted me to watch the Batman trailer afterwards. Yeah, no, thank you. Well, there's a Batman trailer. I don't know. I don't think it, is it real. That's I a question. So. I guess I'll click on it. Let's find out. I don't think there is one yet. Yeah, I don't believe there is a trailer for that trash yet. Goddamn Warner Brothers trash. No, this is definitely fake. <laughs> They're just using footage from other movies. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, this has been a great podcast. <laughs> That'll wrap it up. I always, um, much like our, our mom, I'm a, I'm a candle man, a candle person. I, like, I usually have like candles burning in my room because I like the vibe and it makes your room smell better. Uh, the candle that's burning right now smells like blunts. So I guess specifically, it smells like grape swishers. <laughs> so I don't know if I like. So not necessarily, not necessarily like blunts, but. Well, I mean, what does anyone ever smoke the actual swishers? <laughs> I've known a couple people, but not a lot. Yeah, like that's weird. They're, those are blunt wraps in disguise. That's what they're for. <laughs> I got a rat bitch to smoke blacks to the plastic melt. That's what I say. I mean, I say. Zip zap rap. Um, I just uh, for my week, get it out of the way. Uh, canon update. Um, it's an update about my week and also the canon, um, cult going forward because the canon, um, uh, belief system. Um, so I've gotten really into, um, this K pop song by a K pop group called Twice. That's called I Can't Stop Me. It's, um, the bangingest banger pop song I've heard in a long time. So I've been listening to K pop while I work out. I don't know. It's caused an ethical crisis for what canon <laughs> really means. And the, so, what, so I was like, you know, <laughs> am I a hypocrite? Yeah, I was like, am I a hypocrite for enjoying this product that's a, a, a is derived from the exploitation of labor and close to indentured servitude, and and it's horrifying for some of the people involved in it. And then I thought, you know, like so many great cult leaders before me. I'm going to disregard a coherent morality. 
for my belief system, and I'm just gonna enjoy things that make me feel happy. I don't so, understand why you have to seek out cult leaders. From my perspective <laughs> in life, it seems like every person I've ever met doesn't have a co- coherent uh, moral belief. System. Well, it's also there's no ethical consumption of capitalism, anyways. You know, blah blah blah. But so I've decided to lean into it. Um, so going forward, um, one of the key beliefs or key activities of canon lifestyle is when you work out, you lift weights, you got to listen to K-pop and even further. Um, I will now officially declare that Rose, the girl from Blackpink is the official queen with the K of K-Anon. So feel free to use her image respectfully to um, no, Kyle, this is the internet to show your commitment to all things beautiful in K-Anon. And then once the revolution comes, she will adorn our currency. There will be no currency. What are you talking about? <laughs> it will just that sounds capitalistic to me. <laughs> I told you I'm giving up on all of my ethical <laughs> beliefs. We're going like double. We're doing capitalism too. We're double capitalism. That's yeah. the whole the, the whole GameStop thing too to me is like yeah, yeah, capitalists fighting other capitalists. Hooray! <laughs> um, I think it's cool to see regular people push back, but it's not. Um, it's not. I mean, like. 80% of GameStop, uh, GameStop stock is institutionally owned. Like this whole not, uh, narrative that it's only retail investors pushing back. It's like these mom and pops mm-hmm. taking it, sticking it to the little or to the hedge funds is, is nonsense. There's just as many institutional investors lined up on the long side along with all these people on Reddit. And it's, it's really funny to me that it's very clear that a bunch of people just discovered Wall Street bets like two days ago. Well, that's everything that happens on Reddit usually. Is most I mean you guys spend a lot of time on Reddit to know all the little subreddits. Like uh, I was just looking at Wall Street Bets a couple days ago. It's like seven million subscribers at this point. When I joined, like in twenty fourteen, it was like fifty thousand people. Wall Street Bets didn't exist in twenty fourteen. It's been around since twenty twelve. Really? Yes, motherfucker. I haven't seen it inside until like the last like two or three years. Oh, it's been around for a long time. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Like, and there's a bunch of people on there that are. Uh, you know, kind of like me and uh, worked in financial institutions. And I don't know. I, it's just like the whole narrative that it's all these little guys sticking it to the man is is not quite what's happening here. Yeah, but that's the... Especially um, when like Elon Musk and like, you know, Chinese billionaires are lining up on the... You, you're just sticking it to like some short sellers, but you're you're just as much capitalist as anybody else. Um, yeah, I don't think the people involved in it are um necessarily anti-capitalist there's uh some no i mean like the wall street bets uh sub form it's like it's what happens when like that's uh, anarcho-capitalism yeah it's like sure. the, um it's this weird synergy of internet culture it's not it's not all right it's not like dirtbag left it's just much of you know it's fucking kids. yeah it's the fucking finance bros and dumb kids yep this is 100 what it is also dirtbag left isn't real that's like fucking just a tagline that Chapo came up for with for their fucking well, podcast. No shit, but like that's a, well, I mean, it is real now. I guess I don't. What does it mean? I, what does anything mean? Oh, <laughs> that's a it's good just point. that same fucking mentality. You know what I mean? That's all I'm getting at. Is the uh, oh, just the internet <laughs> culture? I mean, yeah, that's just the internet in general. But also, um, the reality of it is, um, yeah, nothing is real. Nothing's true. So it doesn't really matter. It's all kind of farce. In my opinion, yeah, even if that's not the um, reason they're doing it and it's not anti-capitalism versus capitalism, uh, it's still pretty funny to me. And I also like any time like the mach- like the death machine is exposed publicly. Well, I mean, that's the, the nice part about it is it's just fair. It, it kind of brings home how um, rigged everything is. Yeah. yeah, stupid and nonsensical the stock market really is and how you yeah. know, it's not really tied to any economic indicators at all. Like, it's not real. Well, it's, I guess it's as real as anything else, but it, you know what I mean? But that's... I mean, it's less real than some things. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm really bored of it already. <laughs> this, 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 <laughs> I was bored of it by, like, Thursday. Where, oh, stunks. Um, I saw a lot of people getting some good dunks in. Um, I don't... Yeah, the, the fact that it's, like, being elucidated upon and analyzed like it's a cornerstone of, like, the ongoing culture war or whatever is weird. Uh, it's weird to see people ascribing certain moralities or subcultures of the internet to it when it's very specifically its own subculture. Um, I don't know. It's just like, shut up. <laughs> this is what I was talking about last week where I just wanted to check out and go back to the bottom. It's just <laughs> nothing's real. Everything's farce. It's just like this weird, brittle reality that we all decide to like cling to. 
and then that's why like i said that's why i like seeing the the machinery exposed because it is one of those times where it's like in addition to all the weird narratives and propaganda that people are trying to put on it the reality of it is at least like here you go this is you see the machinery at work check it out yeah like, i don't know i guess my my one real concern though is i don't think that's going to be the big takeaway for and i don't even think that's necessarily like the larger public even sees it that way to me it's kind of gotten to the point of like irrational exuberance where people are like oh this is going to take off we're going to do it i don't honestly know what most people think anymore because it's all tied into like oh well what tv channels do you watch and what <laughs> websites do you you know what i mean it's like what what people what people believe is based on like whatever their fucking the algorithm is drip feeding to them you know what um, algorithm <laughs> <laughs> i think thursday i was watching the news with mom because there's a guy here working on the washing machine so i was just chilling in there and it's like man if i have to hear one more of these fucking newscasters mention holding the bag or <laughs> fucking uh, any of these other cliche buzzwords i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> <laughs> holding the bag playing by the formula momentum <laughs> oh jesus i just need a soundboard that just plays fart noises <laughs> but it is funny to see like the um rich guys like crying on tv about it and shit that's just funny obviously they're not gonna lose big time or anything but it is funny to see him get that upset yeah about. i mean like a few a few hedge funds are, are probably gonna lose a bunch of money um and Robin Hood is probably going to go out of business at this point. Uh, but that's about, you think that's about the side I was thinking they're probably being subservient to like the higher powers probably. In, well, I mean, I don't know. They're, 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 the whole thing, like, the whole, I know everybody's up on arms about Robin Hood shutting down trading, but I honestly think a lot of what it had to do with is liquidity issues um, and not specifically them trying to shut down, you know, trading on GameStop. Uh, why did it have to do specifically with the stocks that were being memed about, though? Well, what they uh, they also stopped or started restricting trading on like Starbucks and a bunch of other uh, stocks that weren't meme stocks. Now, I mean, like, there's there's probably an element to of both at play here, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's wholly them. Like, oh God, we gotta we gotta suck Citadel's dick, <laughs> you know? I I don't see why you wouldn't think that because the uh, it doesn't. I don't know the, the all the other plays they're making makes me think that's liquidity issues that they, oh, they're no, having I, trouble actually settling the trades. Because like I'm giving too much credit to a corporation, and it's like why bother? No, I just don't think you understand how trades work. Yeah, I had a feeling that was going to be the argument <laughs> you make. Well, I, it's true, is it not? I just a lot of times your argument is like, if only you understood the intricacy of the whip, you would enjoy the lash. <laughs> No, that's not my argument. My argument generally is like, hey, you have to live in the system, but if you can be mad about it all you want, um, and then specifically this situation is like, hey, you just don't seem to understand what's going on. I just don't feel the need to give the benefit of a doubt of the doubt to a corporation, especially when the timing of it and the specificity of it seems to implicate that they had a specific goal in mind. And then also, even if they were doing it for liquidity's sake or the operation of the stock market, I don't give a fuck about that. That's oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 100%. It's not the operation of the stock market. It's because they have certain liquidity requirements when they're settling trades. And if they don't meet them, they go out of business. Well, good. Good for them. Well, so, I mean, that's, again, I'm not saying it's, a, it's, again, it's still bad, but yeah. it's, I don't think it's wholly just because they're sucking Citadel's dick. But it does benefit their relationship with Citadel, right? That's why I'm. That's why I don't think they'll go out of business. No, I mean they're well. The only way they they can stay in business is if people stay on the platform and trade with them. If if at this point there's no way they can stay in business, people are leaving. There's not. Um, obviously they don't have a complete monopoly on it, but they are like the most popular, easily accessible like retail trader, right? I mean, I'm a, I don't know why anybody would trade with Robinhood if they could get in with a regular broker at this. Any other, even like a week ago, I didn't understand it because as of like a year ago, almost even the reputable brokers were offering like free commissions. So why the fuck were you on Robinhood to begin with? Like, cause that was their selling point for a long time is that there was no commission. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Like this, through the entire thing, a lot of the other regular brokers firms still place trades. Like you could place trades with Vanguard the entire time, as far as I know. Oh, did you see the Reddit posts where um Joe Biden had personally called Robin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking bullshit. 
I was like, damn, this canon shit is gonna work on the left. Huh? <laughs> I saw that, like, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, nothing's out of the realm of possibility, but it's like, but, like a I low level tech is. during a pandemic is not gonna be in the office listening to the fucking CEO's call with the White House. Well, also, just immediately, oh, it was posted on Reddit. I believe it. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like there's like a. Uh, <laughs> I'm the only sane person in the world. People just really want to win. You know what I mean? That's what it, I don't know, like. I just want to be right is what it seems like. Yeah. Which isn't. That's like not a coherent ideology. But that's what most people adhere to, unfortunately. I want to see my side win and do the best. I, I this, with The GameStop thing, I think it, there's going to be a few winners. But in the end, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of losers. Well, anyone who basically got on board the last few days while it's been in the news, like, you're going to get fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was already mm-hmm. too late. Should have done it, like, last weekend when they were first memeing about it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, was $30 they, a yeah, like, I mean, I remember reading of, uh, about this in, like, September. Yeah, it was um been going on for a while. I It was, like, I don't spend too much time on Reddit anymore, honestly. But, I like, over last weekend, I was it was, like, making it to the front page like memes about it and i was like oh this might this is kind of a big deal and so i think that would have probably been the optimal time when like everyone was uh jumping on board but as soon as it made it to the mainstream news it, it was over basically that was i don't know and then the like you said like elon musk and um that one dude um the of indian descent the billionaire guy who's running in california oh yeah he like Man, he came. He was fucking on TV, Drysonich, and blowing up the spot. <laughs> <laughs> that guy sucks. He's a that guy is definitely like an ANCAP, which I assume is like a lot of people on Wall Street bets. So basically, just right libertarian. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, whatever. I, I guess the political the compass is uh, fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the most consistent uh, ideology in, in Wall Street bets up until you know a month ago when they got like six million new subscribers was probably some sort well, of well yeah there's period. um lots of people on there now that are like yeah fuck you this is class war and have like personal experiences for why they're doing it and stuff I don't think that doesn't represent the majority of Wall Street bets to be honest but I'm there's not like a coherent ideology among any community anymore every community honestly doesn't seem to be about acceptance or feeling joy or no it's about bitterness and anger and getting mad at someone else oh yeah it's like just being better than every other community there's like no positivity to it no like well we're trying to build a better blah blah blah. it's just like no fucking dunks we just need dunks and dominique wilkins out here hell yeah yeah i don't expect anything revolutionary to come from this but i I guess it is just nice to see some form of pushback once in a while you know yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like that much of a pushback because you know, like you're hurting a couple hedge funds, and that's that's it. And you're at the same time you're helping like Elon Musk and GameStop and a bunch of other corporations. It's like okay, and like BlackRock awesome. is going to make like two billion dollars off this fucking shit. Yeah, and it's not going to change the system at all. And it's, I mean, the only thing that might happen is they might re- re- start restricting retailer traders from options. Is what I think is going to happen, which is going to yeah, suck. Which is doesn't benefit. <laughs> that's complete opposite <laughs> of what you want. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they really should crack down on some of these online boutique form- firms too. Like, like Robinhood should go out of business, and they yeah, should. Be my fine. thinking is hopefully not this event specifically, but just eventually, maybe enough of these events will stack up where you, people get to see the death machine and how it operates, so that eventually enough people will be aware and fed up enough that something does change. Well, the one thing I see happening. Until the subreddit actually just gets shut down completely, because I think that's where we're heading. Um, but because there's so many people on that subreddit now, the Wall Street bets, mm. it's almost like Twitch plays Pokemon. They'll be able to push the stock market, at least a couple stocks, a certain direction for a little while. So I think that's going to happen a little bit. You already can, if you've read, I don't know if you've read the the subreddit in the last couple of days, but you can kind of already see the, yeah, I've been the fervor that. starting for like what the next stock is going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I noticed the um, subset of people that they don't even seem that um involved with wall street bets, bets specifically more just adherence of elon musk they're trying to push doggy coin right because oh yeah which is fucking this is <laughs> I call it, it might be dogecoin i can never figure out that meme spelling of dog what it was supposed to be was i don't know dog, either i saw it's doge 
Doge. But I like Doge. Yeah, I just, um, what I meant though is in the the broader spectrum of time that if hopefully if more of these big events keep happening, I don't know. Like, I don't people, maybe I just don't see what the next one would be. Could be all sorts of things. That's what I'm. I've said it before. I I feel like most people in the United States can smell the rot. You know what I mean? They can. They know there's something wrong. Um, it is leading people, obviously, that have a, um, already a, a need for authoritarianism <laughs> to go. Let me tell you about extreme, JFK, Kyle. Extreme direction, but um, I don't know. People are getting desperate enough to go to these extreme directions, and even the amount of like left wing people that exist now is because it's becoming obvious to younger generations the problems with the system it's just maybe if enough people get on board and there keeps being these glaring examples of how corrupt and even just banal the evil of the system is maybe more people will be like you know let's kill them <laughs> <laughs> i choose to fight banal evil without right evil because i think one of the interesting things about the wall street bets thing um, as much as they've tried to like propagandize and try to assign it to a specific political ideology is uh, it doesn't really have a political ideology at all, except for people fucking with the stock market. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's it's for the lulls, which if you've been on small street bets, is kind of what the whole thing is. Yeah. And it's, it, what's cool about it too, is it does show that um, collective. Oh, they, they certainly have some uh, views that I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's the internet. Now you want to so. talk about what the uh, what they call extremely out of the money uh, options that are about to expire? What? Uh, it's uh, the abbreviation is FD, and the D stands for delight, and the F is a racial or a homophobic slur. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah, I know they, they call everyone gay bears and retard and autists. Yeah, yeah, it's like the whole. That's what, like a hundred percent. It's why like a, a couple financial uh, newspapers in the last couple of days were like, "Oh, they're ordered, it's an alt right sub." I'm like, "Eh, no, no they're just it's fucking just idiots. The it's just the internet. Everyone, yeah, they're fucking, they're dumb. Everyone's edgy, edgy shit on the internet. But I, I think what's interesting about it, just as a concept, not like the actual events that are taking place, really, but um, it does showcase that collective power with even like very minimal individual effort still possible to do things you know because all the individual commitment these people had to make is just you know have a few dollars press a few buttons on an app so it's not asking very much of you but collectively it was able to upset the system enough to basically control the news cycle this week so maybe next week too we'll see how yeah. it goes so it is at least um I'm curious to see how it does open over the weekend because the, there were a bunch of options that definitely expired in the money on Friday. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I guess, like, to me, I, I think it's beneficial culturally to a certain extent, but um, the details uh, of it are just like, man, who cares? I don't know. I think it's maybe beneficially culturally to a certain extent, but then I go back to think of, like, the, the huge booms you see in, like, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin a few years ago. And, you know, even like the kind of the fervor over Facebook when it first IPO'd, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's going to really change anything to me other than well, maybe I don't restrict think, uh, retail. I'm not talking about um, the market specifically. No, I mean, I just I, mean I'm, attitudinally. No, no, that's what I'm talking about, too. I don't actually think it's going to change much. I don't know. I just can see the. Um, I think it's going to be very small. I, I honestly don't think it will be a very big attitude change in the, because I, I think since 2008, this has already kind of been the attitude in the stock market or the, the average person has towards the stock market. I don't know. I just feel like eventually it all has to add up to something. I would say history tells me it doesn't. Actually, we're running counter um, intuitively to past history because when they use that, uh, political socio-political index that determine like revolutions in the past were like beyond the point of several revolutions yeah i don't know i feel like that's a weird way to, to kind of i mean obviously it's 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 as reliable as any sort of made-up metric right because they're made up anyways but I don't know. I, I, I guess it, it creates a conflict in my mind it's to be well we've never had this much propaganda and complacency caused by the propaganda as we do in society now by my reckoning 
so maybe that's why it won't happen but then it's also like seems pretty inevitable like i mean i don't know i just everyone i speak to on a personal level everything i see on the internet everyone is like primally aware that like the country's rotting and there's a problem and then obviously no one knows what to do but it's uh, it has to eventually hit a turning point for good or for ill i just don't know what it's gonna be Okay, well then maybe I'm on board because it seemed like you said you were trying to say it has to get better, which I don't. Oh no, 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 not at all. No, no, I don't think it has to get better. I just, I just eventually we will reach um like the 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 end of the line, you know. Uh, Most likely, since um the people that have the power to control propaganda and the attitudes and the, where the money's at it's probably not going to end up very well because it's all concentrated in the right wing anyway is it well, they have the majority of the guns that's for sure well, I just, even like QAnon and all these right wing movements they're astroturfed and funded by yeah well that's yeah that's the other crazy thing the left wing um, is like who the fuck funds the left wing no one <laughs> I actually, wish George just, Soros yeah. funded left wing god damn it the actual organic shit and then but fucking can't compete organic shit as good as it is ethically and morally you can't compete against fucking billionaire shit not when someone's willing to throw a few hundred thousand dollars around to have someone go right at the capital yeah or you know fucking you can be an fbi asset and lead the proud boys i don't know when i, uh, I mean that, that's I like, the, eh, you know honestly that's eh. what the fbi does that was me too i'm like yeah mafia stuff you know they do it ruby rich like, hey, we'll let you go out there and wet your beak a little bit as mm-hmm. long as you uh, kick up our way. Come on, just turn in a few guys, huh? Let us in on the drug trade a little bit, huh? Yeah. Oh, corruption. That's the name of the game. But I don't know. I just can't wait to see what the news cycle's like next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, going to be all GameStop for at least the first couple days. Discourse be. I don't, um, I barely, I, I, I've said this before, but I don't really listen to the news. So I have not heard a single thing that like CNBC or any of this shit is yeah. actually said on the, the, the news. Um, I just read the, the internets. Um, that's exactly what you'd expect. It's, um, but I have seen a couple, uh, reactions to the news. I don't know. It's just all what you expect. Like, um, I know that, oh, this, this is like, fuck all oh, the fuck the mainstream media, blah, blah, they're all fakes. They are. It is like all propaganda shit. And you can see it all the time that they're always. I, mean, I don't even want to say it's quo. like, I don't even want to necessarily say it's propaganda, but it, they're all playing like a, a character or, or personality. No, no, it's propaganda. They, uh, every story really is framed to make sure that it's in support of the status quo, whatever that may be. Like, even, like, late-night hosts are part of the propaganda pipeline. Like, someone pointed out Jimmy Kimmel, like, calling out the uh, Wall Street bets as, like, Russian puppets. It's like, why, Jimmy Kimmel, what the fuck are you talking about, you fucking propaganda piece of shit? And then he's talking shit about Ted Cruz. Are you done playing basketball with him, you little bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a big party, and you're not in it, and they tell you what to think. Like, there's legitimately so much propaganda nonstop just being drip fed to americans i'm sure around the world too but i only have no i mean like i don't know everything to a certain extent is propaganda anytime you open your mouth and say something you're trying to persuade someone like this podcast to a certain extent is propaganda Uh, yeah i guess i'll specify and say propaganda that supports the american exceptionalism capitalism imperialism american belief system i guess is everywhere I mean i do like there's some people that push back against like the robin hood shit closing down trading right I mean, I saw um, not Cuomo the governor, but Cuomo the yeah, the man. CNN dude. <laughs> he was yelling at the Robin Hood guy. That was pretty funny. Uh, but it's like also like fucking you suck too, Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> no, not him. Both Cuomos are amazing. I've never done anything wrong in their entire lives. But Andrew Cuomo's is he the guy? No, Mario Cuomo. Mario Cuomo. Andrew is uh, is the CNN TV. Dude. All right, so Mario Cuomo. He's killing everyone's grandparents in the nursing home. <laughs> He's personally doing it, snuffing them out with pillows. Oh, and they're and we're gonna give them all the covids. <laughs> yeah, he's he's handing out covid blankets. He's like, yeah, you just gobbled your last ghoul. Eh? <laughs> I'll show you what a comorbidity is. It's me, Mario Como. Mario comorbidity is that's my name. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think he sounds like that. Uh, yeah, you get it though. He's not. He's a nice guy. You get it. You get the idea. 
So that was the news this week. Nothing else happened. <laughs> it was all just game of something. I'm pretty sure that's it. There's some other shit, but it's like Joe Biden signed some executive orders. To the show. There's a bunch of other. Uh... I was thinking is so. Um, instead of legislating anything anymore, it's just every president's going to get in office, sign some executive orders, get rid of the other executive orders, and we'll just swing wildly back and forth like a pendulum. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it seems to be the case currently, doesn't it? Yeah. Cool. Oh, I mean, like fucking. <laughs> <sighs> Republicans in Congress have no interest in passing any legislation ever, period, for anything, for any reason, right? Yeah. Um, so it's really hard to fucking do anything. And Democrats aren't much better, but at least they actually want to govern. On certain things, I think they're... Uh, well, I guess it depends on the Democrat. That's the problem with the Democratic Party to me. At yeah, this a, point is, oh, a we're a big tent. tent. It's like, well, <laughs> a big part of your tent fucking sucks. And, like, they don't care about doing shit. They're basically aligned with Republicans. It's like, you know what? Shit's going good enough for me. Not going to rock the boat, huh? That's what I mean. Is I, I would love to see if there was an actual, like, left-wing opposition party to some of this shit instead of there being just a fascist snake pit that's fucking crazy out of control. And then... The only way that happens is you actually destroy that fascist snake pit because until that they're, they're around, it's too much of an existential threat to split the other side of the country. Well, that's what Canon is for. I'm going to radicalize these people into storming the Capitol, but instead of going after like AOC and shit, Ted Cruz, your days are numbered. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Oh, great. No, I actually can't. Cut that part. Podcast yeah. is getting taken off. Unfortunately, that cannot make it to air. <laughs> I'll bleep out who I said. <laughs> then it won't be a real threat. Uh, that's my, like, I've seen on the internet a couple people, uh, posts, I think I even saw, like, Tommy Chong, like, uh, uh, Chichin Chong fan, in case you're wondering. Um, he's like, yeah, Mitt, Mitt Romney should join the Democratic Party. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm. Nope. No, no, no. <laughs> Let them Romney fight. should die in, a, in an airplane crash. <laughs> they should all, I mean, that's if he survives, fine, I guess, but I'd prefer if they all killed each other. Mm. I'm to Ed Markey, uh, no further right. It's <laughs> <laughs> as far right. That's as right as it is. Ed Markey, you know, four it. senators to survive. <laughs> Sherrod Brown and Ed Markey are as far right as you can get. <laughs> that's it. So as much as I'll allow, once I take over as Canon, <laughs> Conan, Canon, 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 Canon Films, Canon Films. Yeah, I keep going to type it and I can't figure out how to do it because it ends up just being Canon Film. I'm like, fuck, got to do a dash or just a space. Isn't there space? Is there a dash? No, it's just one word. It is just one word. Yeah, but it's like there's not a word that's Quanon, you know, (laughs) Quanon. Quanon. That does sound like a a drug you might take for COVID that doesn't actually treat COVID. Yeah, Quanon. Yeah, I'm taking the the Quanon. Donald Trump says it's going to cure COVID and give me an eight foot erection. That's a big erection. (laughs) That's bigger than most basketball players. Is that an abnormal erection? Mine's at least that big. Mine's not. I'd, well, that you wouldn't have enough blood. You'd be surprised. My penis is like a giraffe's neck. Yeah, but you only have enough blood for being six foot five. So how could you have a dick? <laughs> there wouldn't be enough blood for it. So this is simple math. Even I can figure this out. <laughs> I'm a bum. <laughs> then I, I didn't went, go to no college. I go. I did. I went. I tried going to college like three times. <laughs> Wasn't for me. Oh, you want to hear some spooky news? Mm, I guess. All right. Well, it's not news so much as um just a general report on some spooky goings on, and we'll need to hear your 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 um opinion on what you think is the most probable uh cause. Swamp, it's probably swamp gas. After free, frequent and mysterious vanishings across the United States, especially close to the largest U.S. cave systems, it is possible that cave cryptids are beginning to interact with humans in more aggressive or confident manners. Oh my God. Nick Hinton's An article map. by Kyrie Irving. Um, who wrote this? I don't know. It's on the uh, Cryptid Lab website. <laughs> <laughs> A reputable source. Uh, Nick Hinton's map seen below shows mysterious cases of people vanishing without a trace and how those disappearances might be directly related to U.S. cave systems. The Appalachian Trail seems particularly interesting. Some reported cases in Texas and the Northwest are worth considering as well. And then, yeah, they <laughs> show an overlap of uh, missing person cases and they do 
Um, there's some correlations like the, you know, cave systems, but um, it's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if cave cryptids are responsible for any of these disappearances, which ones are more likely to be at fault? Here's, here's a list of the top five cave cryptids possibly linked to mysterious disappearances in the United States. Oh, I'm excited. We'll let you decide who the likely culprit is. These are the usual suspects. Number one, we got Goatman. Oh no, man! Go, man! He he's not stealing people. He's out there eating cans of tuna. Uh, he's passing out if you spook him too quickly. You're you're thinking of a different goat, man. This one's a little bit sexier. Uh, is it uh, Jim <laughs> Brewer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I forgot about that character. <laughs> goat man has been spotted throughout the entire United States, but most frequently seen in Louisiana, Texas, and Maryland. The Appalachian Trail extends through Maryland, making it possible that Goatman is involved in some of these mysterious disappearances. Have I told you that my idea of the devil or Lucifer is like a Goatman? That's like most people, right? He's got cloven hooves and horns and shit. Oh, I picture more like a centaur goat. Oh, well, that's like um, Satanists, how they would depict him then. Oh, straight up. Yeah, that's... um, Hit me up Satanists, but don't really, because fuck you. Baphomet and stuff. Well, Satanists are just like there's not actual devil worshippers. <laughs> no, I don't know if they're. No, no, I just don't them. appreciate anybody that worships any religion. Oh well, that Satanists are atheists. Then it's a joke. Yeah, I don't appreciate the joke either. <laughs> well, they specifically fight for religious freedoms and civil rights all over the country by using Satanism as a um, kind of cudgel. I've seen it. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, well, the rumors and theories surrounding Goatman are plenty. Some re- researchers, re- uh, that's not in quotations for some reason, <laughs> uh, suggest he's a humanoid with minor goat characteristics, characteristics seeking to exact revenge on a group of teenagers that killed his flock of goats. I don't know what? about that. <laughs> that's like all the plot over the of, country. <laughs> that's that's the plot of a, a movie, not a, a, <laughs> a real life. Our other researchers suggest the mad scientist accidentally created Goatman during an experiment at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. Stanley presents Goatman. Mm-hmm. He is often seen as a relative to the Grunch, <laughs> which has been described as an evil chupacabra-like creature. Uh, Goatman is violent and aggressive, uh, often attacks and kills young couples and breaks into houses to rape his victims. These are the same people that are like JFK Jr. is secretly advising Donald Trump. I think this one's more fun because it doesn't um, actually hurt people in real life. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I know, it could at some point, but it's like at least it's not like. And also, the Jews did it. But wait I'm, till we get number five. I'm sure yeah. one of going to be a Jewish. I always, anytime I read this stuff, I'm like, oh, when's the anti-Semitism going to sneak in? <laughs> Go humanoid hybrid can live in the Maryland cave systems and be responsible for at least a few of the U.S. disappearances. Well, a few of them, maybe. He only likes to attack young couples, so that doesn't explain it at all. Uh, next up, we got the Beast of Bears. He's been seen throughout the United States and Canada. Most <laughs> Beast of Bears is 100% a uh, grimdark fantasy hero, um, and he's probably part of like some sort of G.I. Joe-style mercenary group. Oh my god, I just got an idea for a fantasy novel. <laughs> the Beast of Bears is often described as an extremely large bear with scars and missing patches of fur. Uh, large glowing red oh, eyes. It's a bear with mange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some suggest, though, that it has never been confirmed that the Beast of Bears breathes with gills and inhabits swamps the majority of the time. What? Don't, why? That doesn't... They don't... Swamps aren't fucking... Are, how many caves? of these caves are by swamps? <laughs> Researchers, once again, not in quotations, <laughs> <laughs> the cryptid often drags humans into the water, drowning its victims and eating them once they're dead. Uh, Virginia's mountain region could be more dangerous than most people tend to think. I mean, the, being in the mountains is dangerous. This is why the people go missing. <laughs> um, I've always assumed Virginia's mountain ranges are very dangerous, uh, having watched a lot of Looney Tunes cartoons as a child. Well, also, it says, fortunately, the smell of alcohol and rotten eggs that the Beast of Bears is known for will probably warn potential victims before the attack. But that is what most Virginians smell like. I'm just going to say, if I go out camping, I'm usually smelling of alcohol and rotten eggs. Uh, You can do whatever you want in the woods. There's no rules in the woods. I don't think that's true, but I like your attitude. (laughs) Well, I guess it's more like pretty hard to get caught doing stuff in the woods. 
wow, you're a creepy guy. Uh-huh. Well, here's the guy you can't be friends with. The Bushman. <laughs> uh, Bushman and, Bush and Luke. This, I think this one, this might be uh, getting into racist territory. You think? It sounds already racist. Oh, boy. <laughs> they uh, live in various regions throughout the United States. Native Americans report that common, peaceful Bushmen live in flat coastal regions, while stealthier, more aggressive, and dangerous Bushmen tend to live in mountainous and Arctic regions. I feel like I've never met That's a Native like American the- that talked about this shit. <laughs> I live in, in Arizona. There's Native Americans here. I know them. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like People that aren't necessarily religious, Christian, but they have like the enough of the Christian upbringing where they're like, yeah, I don't really believe in God, but like I can't convince most of my friends to do like a satanic ritual with me for fun, right? You know what I mean? They'll be like, no, that's fucking no, it's too much, man. What if it's real? Right. So that's the same thing. Like my friends that are Danae, they'd be like, um, they they like they'll talk about whatever, but even if they don't think like skinwalkers are real or whatever, like yeah, but how, we're not talking about skinwalkers, Kyle. We're talking about bushmen and the, how the ones on the coast are nice and the other ones are stealthy and, and conniving little shits. Well, dude, this is actually this just reminds me of the difference between um, what is it, uh, Cro-Magnons and Neanderthals? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, because uh, Neanderthals weren't stealthier; they were like more aggressive and big well they tend to be seen in the Appalachian Mountains ranging from Maine (laughs) down to South Carolina they're uh, described as less advanced humans with long jaws broad noses elongated heads pale or white skin and hair similar to similar to yet longer than African Americans they have big muscular chests and are African Americans can have long hair and <laughs> this person hasn't spent very much time with any black people. You can tell because he refers to them as African American. <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> um, big muscular chests and arms, and are described as extremely strong. They have a less advanced uh, communication method. Uh, it's some sort of language, but it's more grunty. So basically, they're describing um, Neanderthals, cavemen, less advanced humans. Uh, the Bushmen that frequent the Appalachian Mountain Range are known for being quite aggressive. They have deer skin. Hey, there, you got a you in your moonshine? <laughs> hey, baby, where you headed, huh? Hey, hey, hey. Have you ever read Heat a Bit of Energy? <laughs> they uh, wear deerskin clothing, uh, use native plants, create camouflage for hunting. They have some pottery and tools, including weapons. So uh, they're also not known for creating camps. So out in the open forest, so they must live in caves, and therefore they are killing campers and hikers. <laughs> and um, number four, we have the Cumberland Dragon. This- oh my god, yeah. I'm excited! Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, this one's not racist. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, it looks a bit like uh, China, man." <laughs> Cumberland Dragon gets its name from the Cumberland Mountains, a mountain range in the southeastern section of the Appalachian Mountains, and the only occasion location has ever been seen cumberland mountains span across virginia west virginia kentucky and tennessee also known as hell's quadrangle cryptid is a large bipedal creature oh was mm, standing roughly four feet high mm-hmm. mixed color black brown and yellow scales red eyes white hair on top of his large head two wings and a long tail Sterling is known as ferocious so uh, no one died during the one reported encounter. <laughs> <laughs> one reported encounter? <laughs> uh, survivors can't report. Uh, only survivors can report sightings, right? <laughs> <laughs> Touche, sir. Oh, shit. Um, Ensign McDonald, a relative of ours, hmm. poked the cryptid with a sword after being told not to shoot at it. <laughs> this is 1886? It must have been. They didn't specify <laughs> But they're in the Cumberland Mountains, and he's got a sword. Uh, not, not much is known about this creature, but dragons do live in caves. Uh, yeah, and anyone attempting to steal their property would make for tasty snacks. Yeah, that's true. That is a lot of historical facts <laughs> I've heard about dragons. I mean, everything I've ever learned from yeah. the Dungeon Master's Guide says that, too. Yeah, he's like, wow, you, you know, you're right. <laughs> they do live in caves. <laughs> they cover gold. You're, I mean, he's right, he's right. And of course, number five, the heavy hitter, Mr. Big Feet himself. Oh, uh, Bigfoots don't kill people. They just make sensual love to them. <laughs> Sometimes they give them a little too much love. 
I ram it down their throats, you know what I mean? Oh, no, he died from loving me too much. Uh, While the majority of these disappearances happen along the Appalachian Trail, some also occur in the Pacific Northwest. This is the home of the elusive Bigfoot. He's generally been seen in the forests and mountains of Oregon and Washington, but in order to remain hidden, he could have adapted to caves. Yeah, you know, it's possible. (laughs) Uh, They're generally depicted as a missing evolutionary step between humans and apes. They stand six to nine feet tall with dark hair. Most notably, Bigfoots possess feet that are upwards of two feet long and slightly under a foot wide. Some of these footprints contain claw markings. Those are just your footprints. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, my foot's like 18 inches. Is that? Yeah, that's that? your, <laughs> you're walking around. <laughs> Stuff going in the woods, big feet. Uh, it isn't known for being an overly aggressive cryptid. As we, last week, we learned more about what they're... Um, yeah, they're more sexually aggressive. And only to protect... They were only raped to protect... Uh, <laughs> as do us all... I don't, can, you, can, you, can you do a protective rape? I don't think you can. Uh, Bigfoot's actions are more curious, as they often run during sightings. When aggressive, they tend to be on the defensive. Bigfoot isn't known to hunt or stalk humans either. Uh, this misunderstanding might result in numerous disappearances in Pacific Northwest region of the United States. What do you think, huh? Is it? Do you think it's uh, the, the goat man, the beast of bears, the bush man, Cumberland dragon, or Bigfoot? I like how like three of them are, are absolutely entirely not possible for responsible. There's no way they can be responsible for all these disappearances. Right? <laughs> yeah. The goat man, he's specifically only seen in Louisiana and Texas. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's this bear guy who uh, he's got gills, what lives in the swamp, but he's, he's dragging people into caves. <laughs> bears live in caves. You didn't think about that, did you? Not yeah, these aquatic, aquatic bears, though. Got him. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. I think I think I think they probably get struck by lightning or uh, they fall down a well. Well, yeah, people just get lost in the mountains. It's pretty easy to get lost in the woods and then die of dehydration. You, and yeah, it's, the world's a big place. And then animals eat your remains, or you get your remains are weathered. There's plenty of logical reasons for people to disappear in the mountains. Um, but I personally think it's goat man. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. It's that goddamn Cumberland Dragon. He's been procreating. Cumberland Dragon. I, I was hoping they were going to describe like a um, EverQuest, like Lizard Man or something. <laughs> Froglock. <laughs> he had glistening uh, greenish blue skin. He wore a tunic of burgundy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, in his oh. right hand, he clutched a glowing orb. In his left, a scythe. <laughs> Oh God, that's the king of Lower Gok. <laughs> Kill he's him on, and get his mask. He's undead. Kill him, oh, get his that's mask. The, that's the undead Guck assassin. Oh, is it? Damn. Yeah. I don't remember my Lower I used to camp in there all the time as a necromancer. I don't remember my Lower Gok bosses. Yep, I camp just uh, last summer I was camping a character in there so I could get that mask. It only took one night. Oh, man. I think you did that when we actually played with your bard and took like six weeks yeah but that's because um you basically had to like hope to get to camp right you had to be on yeah you get far. there and you, i remember that going there and then be like oh this shit is why is someone here yeah but now in the the, the, the more modern requests they have different layers for each zone so i would just jump between the layers and hope to get a camp now it did take me a few days to be able to get a camp and then once i did though it was only took like six hours overnight and i got the mask and I was like, hell yeah, I'm the best. And then I just kind of stopped playing. Years <laughs> <laughs> after that mask. Well, yeah, well, I got to 60, right? Or 50, the level cap. And then I went around um, doing all the quests for like the Lambent armor for bards and like getting every item I wanted through camping, which is like something I never had the patience to do when I was a kid, even though it ended up not taking that long for most of the stuff. And I was like, well, not a thing to do until the Kunark expansion comes out, and then I just stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though. I'm, I'll always have a special place in my heart for EverQuest. Um, I'll try to work that into the QAnon philosophy somehow. Or QAnon <laughs> philosophy somehow. Everyone has their own EQEMU. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's EverQuest, lifting weights, K-pop, um, beautiful ladies, spicy chicken, werewolf bar mitzvah, Japanese curry. Um, green chili, <laughs> um, Golden State Warriors. 
Well, that's all about all I got for this week. You got anything else you want to talk about? I mean, not something super important. Uh, I just want to say that uh, I watched the... T- I watched the third and fourth episode of WandaVision, and uh, yeah, I called it. Um, I was right. Oh, no. You <laughs> somehow were able to predict the plot contrivances of the studio that's known for making all the most... Um, hey, don't belittle me, <laughs> goddammit. Other people had different takes that were completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's because everyone else who watches Marvel shit is uh, got the brains of a 12-year-old. <laughs> what do I get mad at me just because I read comic books my entire life? <laughs> <laughs> Figured them out. <laughs> Um, did they end up parodying other sitcoms? Well, yeah, yeah. So like the first they give one, up the first one, pretty quick. Oh no, no. So the first three episodes were 100 percent parodies. The first one is like a Dick Van Dyke. The yeah. second one is like um, uh, not I Dream of Dreaming the Witch, Bewitched, Bewitched, and the third one's kind of a Brady Bunch thing. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one, like they, they is not doesn't really feature Wanda or Vision, so it's outside of the the, the sitcom outside thing. of the Wanda Vision. Yeah. I guess it's too early to say if they gave up on the premise. I don't think so, because I think they're back to it next week. And it's like, a, I think it's a Family Matters next week. That's oh, Michael. Yeah, no, no, matters. not Family Matters. Um, what's the Michael J. Fox one? Oh, Family Ties. Family Ties. Thank you. Oh, this should do growing pants. <laughs> I think it's Family what Ties. What would be the difference, really? You know what I mean? All Most of the sitcoms well, in the maybe- 80s, 90s were like ostensibly yeah. the same fucking <laughs> shit <laughs> well right that's you'd have to do like a roseanne to get anything different in there yeah or um home improvement <laughs> not home improvement well he, he was only he was a fucking he's on a tv show god damn it yeah <laughs> he was only the tv dad who was a tv show <laughs> yeah you're right roseanne really is like the only outlier to all those sitcoms where it's like Hey, how Malcolm the middle and like thoughts? How about like a normal perspective? <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess Pete and Pete. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not like a big that's not sitcom. A sitcom though. That's like a adventure show. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's some synergy between like Pete and Pete and Malcolm the middle. Well, Malcolm the middle was also uh, filmed on location, not in front of a live studio audience. Filmed on film, um, multi camera show. Uh, no laugh track, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it, even Malcolm Mills technically not a sitcom either, really. Well, damn, Kyle, I guess you got us there. Yeah, I happen to know a little bit about uh, movies and TV as much as I make fun of them all the time. You gotta um hate the things you love. Well, I mean, it's Fuck not like them. a uh, multi-camera sitcom. Well, WandaVision would have to. It's probably multi-camera, right? It's not like film like a sitcom, is it? The the. F- there's part the first two episodes are almost entirely filmed like a sitcom mm. and the third and then there's a couple parts that are like one or two scenes that aren't and then yeah. the third one is almost still filmed like a sitcom except for a couple scenes i was like um bored and out of uh korean shit to watch the other day and i was thinking about watching wandavision because we have uh the Disney, Disney free anyways because of you may as well honestly it's one of the better yeah but then I saw first. an article where someone tried to um compare it to being like David Lynch and I was like mm. no thank you <laughs> no I mean I would compare it to like a a pretty okay Kurt Buswick Avengers story <laughs> yeah this is like people are like hmm it's a little bit weird, a little bit off kilter, a little bit uh, David Lynch. Huh? <laughs> it's got quirk. Huh? Have you ever considered perhaps that the suburbs have come to represent the American dream of the 50s, but maybe there's a little bit something a little more perverse underneath all that? <laughs> Ooh, cutting edge stuff, Marvel. <laughs> Um, I guess you. Um, I give. I'll give him credit for trying something different visually. That's been my big one of my big problems with Marvel. Anyways, is everything just looks fucking exactly the same. And that's funny too, because like a lot of the critiques in some of the first episodes too is like, I don't like it. It's black and white. <laughs> well, I mean, Marvel has not cultivated the most like film literate audience. No. Know? Well, I mean, that's because it's a kid. they're casting a wide net here, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they they um are so reticent to step out of line. Like, yeah, uh, Dark Strange Two is gonna be a horror movie. No, never mind. That guy's fired. <laughs> Can't risk it. No, 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 no. I got pitches, but I'm gonna save them for next week because we're running out of time. Yeah, um, we're, we're five minutes well, too long this week. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll preview them. Um, 
Maybe we'll get to the next week, depending on what the fucking news. One of them is called uh, Gabagool. Gabagool, Gabagool. It's about an Italian deli. We need to work on some different voices so we're not just constantly shitting on Italian Americans. Oh, I can do other. Uh, do you, well, you, you're the one we who fucking talks about Gabagool. What, what other uh, Italian what other accents do you want me to do? I don't know. We got to come with some other characters. <laughs> so, we got um, Cannibal, uh, Army Hammer, Italian American. Uh, we need. What, what is Bigfoot like? Hey! Oh, hey, I'm here. Hey, you got my force. Oh, what's going on? I'm gonna fuck like, you up the ass. What if that's that mine was kind of like Eddie Murphy? And so, what if Eddie Bigfoot's did sound like Eddie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are your pitches to preview next right, week? I'll preview. So, I got uh, this is one I got from Twitter. For fans absolutely yeah, sal- someone abs- salivating for next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me hanging. Um, uh, so someone on Twitter said that the what if screen was filmed in the snow, and I'm like, well, obviously, ski movie slasher, slasher ski movie. Like a ski movie and it's a slasher, right? That's pretty good. I'd watch that. I'll watch anything screen related though. And then uh, my other pitch is just you know Superman. I got a Superman trilogy called Superman for All Time, and uh, it it was the, the, honestly I haven't really thought about it much beyond about what like six or seven months ago. I remember reading an article where, like WB is like we don't know what to do with Superman. I'm like what <laughs> you fucking idiots. It's simple. Whatever happened to the man of tomorrow? He he died. Alan Moore. Just copy everything Alan Moore ever did. He only did one Superman story or two Superman stories, so not a lot to go on there. <laughs> Just copy Miracle Man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Supreme. Isn't that, that's basically his Superman. You can do it, Warner Brothers. I believe in you. I believe in your ability to steal everything from that poor man. <laughs> uh, you know you know what needs to be four hours? Watch Justice man. League. No. <laughs> Oh, uh, Justice League. Did that ever come out? Is it out? Oh, it's coming out. It not, oh. It's not out yet, but it is four hours. I think it's four and a half, I think is what I read. It's the Justice League movie, but if Joss Whedon wasn't involved, it's just if um Zack Snyder got to do the whole thing. That's right. Did Zack Snyder want to do that? I don't know. Does that... I mean... Have you ever watched his movies and oh. felt like he understood the characters at all? Like, he doesn't seem like um, he understands a single member of the Justice League. Well, think about any movie he's made. What are some of the outstanding performances or characters you can think of from him? <laughs> uh, it's Leonidas and uh, that the was, guy with the blue dick. Yeah, that was just like Gerard Butler was like fucking good at it. My packs. Know? It was just so he was charismatic. Yeah, and then Watchmen, it's like um, Dr. Manhattan's cool because it's. Um, they, all his dialogue is taken directly from the comic and it's like an interesting concept but I know everyone loved Rorschach but that's why there's so many fucking alt-right goons in our age group because <laughs> they thought Rorschach was right <laughs> <laughs> well again it's because uh, Zack Snyder didn't do a very good job with the movie oh, yeah the movie absolutely is responsible for it not the comic because for those that don't know the comic came out in 1986 hmm <laughs> It's too bad. The opening fifteen minutes of uh, Day of the Dead is the Day of the Dead remake. He <laughs> <laughs> really got me that. <laughs> Very enjoyable. <laughs> Can't think of anything else good he's done. That's like um, Robert Rodriguez directed an episode of Mandalorian, and I was like, "It's over for you, Robert Rodriguez." <laughs> <laughs> Used to think you're pretty cool, even when you're just making weird ass movies for your kids. And that's probably basically the same thing you're doing now. But it's different because it's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me angry. Yeah. Petty. <laughs> exactly right. Not anymore, though. I don't care about shit anymore. Like I said, it's okay, this year's all about K-Non. I'm just enjoying things that make me happy. Um, complaining about shit doesn't make me happy, though. It's fun to do on the podcast. So I might still complain about shit that, at the end of the day, I actually don't care that much about. You can fucking watch Star Wars if you want. Who cares? It's fucking Star Wars. <laughs> Well, that's that. That'll be the show for the this week. The uh, more news from nowhere brought to you by VHS um, Cult. We're watching No Hold Bar on the podcast for no the other podcast. Bar for VHS Cult, the regular podcast. That'll be out it's, this week. It's a movie that asks, "Hey, what if Hulk Hogan was the star of Rocky 3 It's a movie that asks, "Hey, what if Hulk Hogan was in a race baiting fight?" <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also, Hulk Hogan racist in real life? Hmm. 
No, 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 no. We'll, He's never said anything. <laughs> I wonder if we'll talk about that. <laughs> I wonder if the whole episode is going to be me burying Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Um, but if you go to VHSCultKVLT.com, you can listen to both podcasts. And if you're not a piece of shit, you will rate and review and give us five, ten, even a hundred stars. You'll tell your friends and family about it. You'll post about it on Twitter. You'll harass on Wall Street bets. Yeah, harass Twitch streamers um, by promoting our podcast. Uh, oh, uh, Sophie, the um, experimental oh yeah producer and all-around iconic trans um person who's very cool died today so rest in peace sophie uh trying to see the full moon right yeah pretty shitty accident i was thinking about though there's been plenty of times where i was well i've been plenty drunk (laughs) climbing on top of roofs there's a specific time i was um way deep in an eighth of shrooms and uh, was walking on the like um barrier of like the overpass on the freeway like but not the side onto the freeway the side that drops even further down into like the park below yeah fun and i was like well i could have slipped on that and died it can happen but you know also you gotta risk your life once in a while fuck it there's been plenty of times i've been drunk at a house party and climbed on the roof which is not that dissimilar there's been plenty of times i've been drunk at a house party and played with knives (laughs) (laughs) i've never done that i know i i've seen aliens Alien? Oh, the, the movie. I thought he was just like, also, I've seen Alien. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that next week when we get to the spooky part of the episode. Uh, I guess that's... Oh, remind me, I, got sp- I have a spooky thing to tell you next week when we get to that. I, I don't, right. I'm not that spooked out by it, but you, well, I'll let you be the judge. <laughs> I love spooky shit. <laughs> I don't believe it, but I love it. I guess that'll be it, though. Rest in peace to everyone who um, is cool. Especially, specifically Sophie, obviously. VHS Cold.